Hey guys, Tony checking in before the episode. Just wanted to let you know we have a great episode of Tiki Chats this week. It's going to be a two-parter, actually. We uh, we went about two hours on this uh, on this interview, uh, more of a chat rather than an interview. We did some tastings and, and uh, talked about rum and all kinds of stuff, but I'm not going to give you too much of a preface because you're about to hear it. What I am going to tell you is that the sound quality on my vocals are a little bit tinny and off because I was using my computer mic instead of my headset. That is a mistake that's never going to happen again. So get through this episode, and I promise you, uh, you won't have to deal with that too much longer. Um, anyway, hope you enjoy the show, and I'll see you next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, my name is Tony. Welcome to Pod Tiki, another episode of Tiki Chats. As you can probably tell by the fact that I'm using my regular voice and not my pod tiki reading voice that my wife always makes fun of me for. <laughs> she walks downstairs. You must be recording. I hear you talking in your low reading voice again. So tonight on this episode, we're going to get right down to the spirit of tiki drinks. Literally, we got some rum on hand to do some tasting. And I'm joined tonight by a very special guest, Instagram good buddy of mine. He's got big following of his own. And he's probably the only person I've met so far that has schooled me on some rum stuff. So I'm really interested to try some of this. Let me just introduce to you guys. You know him as Rum Tiki Home Bar on Instagram. Uh, my buddy, David, what's up, man? Hey, Tony, how are you? Doing really good, man. Really excited about the show tonight. Uh, you know, about a few weeks ago before the holidays, we got together for a little uh, online virtual happy hour and we had a lot of fun. And yeah, uh, it's, I really enjoyed it. It's cool. Um, I guess you could say one of the good things to come out of this past year is the idea of I've, I found so many more people on social media. Um, you know, when it's used correctly, it can be an incredible tool. I didn't realize there were so many people out there that were into the same kind of stuff I was into when it comes to this, this niche genre of tiki and rum. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's quite the uh, growing audience out there uh, from, from just home home bars uh, from, from every size to Instagram family out there. Cocktails is, is definitely, um, I'm, I'm seeing a move towards uh, tiki type stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's been pretty exciting to see uh, more and more uh, of that kind of movement because it's more of a modern take on, on tiki, really. I mean, you, you see people that are not necessarily from a, you know, the tiki culture, I guess I'll say background, uh, where they just have now found starting with rum, perhaps, and, and, and just mixing rum with, uh, with cocktails that aren't necessarily the tropical, sweet, overly sweet kind of, kind of drink. And, uh, I, I've been saying it so long, it's almost cliche now, but this whole speakeasy revival, this whole um, craft cocktail movement has really been a, a boon for the for rum because you know now you can find people that are ex, extolling the virtues of rum alongside you know their nice bourbons and and you know these various brandies and whatnot and it's it's really got a place now it's getting some respect when you start with the tiki genre and which of course we know means so much more than just thatched roofs and, and sweet syrupy drinks when you you know not, not even going into the idea of how, uh, how incredible a tiki drink can be when it's done with fresh ingredients and good good spirits. But now, something that 
I, that you branched out to on your page, especially, is taking these ideas of tiki drinks and tropical drinks and really crafting them into a special cocktail with various different kinds of bitters and liqueurs and things like that. And but before we get into before we get off on a tangent here, I want to make sure we get some plugs in for you, man. Um, tell us uh, about the about the page that you started. I know it's uh, we talked a little bit about it, but just give a quick overview for the listeners. Um, they may not know some of the some of the reason why you started it. Um, the little the little tidbit of information I know I wouldn't have known until you told me that there's a certain reason why you always have two drinks in every picture. Yeah, and I, I would think you know anybody. Thank you. I, I would think anybody that, that does follow and, and uh, pays a little bit of attention to some of it uh, would notice that there's always two, two drinks there. And, and uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll just kind of tell you a little bit about the, the very beginning of it. We uh, have always, uh, you know, made cocktails at home. Uh, most of the time we would end up uh, out on the patio, uh, great weather, uh, whether it be friends and family or just the two of us and, and enjoy a nice cocktail. And at, it, at a certain point, we decided to, to kind of create a, you know, a little space inside. And, uh, and uh, I, I didn't at the time have my own account, you know, that was focused on anything, but other than just family type stuff, we would make a nice little cocktail and Tanya, my wife, uh, and maybe some of you don't know, uh, her name, some of you do, would take pictures and, and, and either share it with some of her um, social media friends or, or or at least talk about it. And and uh, I got to liking that. And uh, one day said to her, hey, uh, this, that's, I kind of like the way this looks. Why don't you take a picture of that and share that with your friends? And she looked at me and said, well, get your own Instagram. <laughs> okay, I will. And uh, so that's kind of the the how it got started. We, we, uh, we definitely were doing it together. Uh, I, I talked with her and decided that we wanted to um, kind of create the page together and, and it be the drinks that we are having, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that night, um, something we are enjoying, something we are playing around with. Um, she'll do certain things with the bar, um, I would admit I do probably most of it, but she, she does dabble in it a little bit and enjoys it. Um, uh, she she uh, certainly has, her palate has grown as, as we dove into this uh, deeper and deeper. Certainly the bar has, the home bar has uh, expanded um, more than I ever thought it would. And uh, you, at a certain point you have to start controlling that, but. Well, I, I, I uh, the, uh, yeah, so, the, this is, the, the, the listeners can't see this is audio only, but I mean, right now I'm looking at you on Zoom with just uh, like a shark's jaws, multiple rows of, of, uh, of bottles behind you. You have uh, quite the extensive collection. I'm very jealous. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it definitely has grown. Um, uh, and I, I, there's a point I'll, I'll come circle back around to about some of that. But yeah, we, you know, just, just as, We've talked before as you're, as you're building cocktails, you, you, um, you know, oh, I, I, that sounds like a great drink or you see someone else has posted something and you're like, Hey, I want to try that. And, and, uh, but I'm missing, you know, X ingredient, you go and get that ingredient and, that, you, and then your, your bar just grows and grows and grows. Exactly. And it's, uh, it's 
uh, it's exciting, uh, honestly, because you every time you get that new new bottle, new ingredient uh, of something uh, that is um, particularly special, um, you want to use it, and you, you start looking for other ways of using it. And but uh, just to kind of finish that thought on on the bar, we we uh, we started it small. We uh, certainly had um, uh, really no intention of trying to grow it, you know, to any size or do anything with it. It was just an expression of what we've decided to do here in, in our little home bar. Um, and uh, it, it was quite fun. And after a while, you, you begin to, to grow this passion for it and, and just, just to, to decide that you, you want to um, really start showcasing the drinks in a certain way, as, as you've certainly seen. You go out yeah. and you look, and there's beautiful cocktails everywhere. And, and if, you, if you take the time to read those, the, those descriptions and they talk about the drink, um, and there's so many um, great drinks out there, and, and, and new ones being created every day, honestly. Perhaps they're the, built around the same formats, but they... They have a new twist to them, and, and um, a lot of the my closer um, uh, friends, Instagram friends, if you will, or, or, or whatever, um, uh, certainly get into more infusions. Uh, it's it's a way to to really start changing that that standard format up. It's, it's nothing new, obviously, but it's I'm, I'm seeing a, a lot of creativity out there. That's that's pretty pretty unique and you know what i'm, wow, I'm finding that, that i'm i'm years into my 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 endeavor here my in my joining to the cocktailia nation i when i first started out i was really especially with patiki i was really wanting to get down to the basis of making these drinks as quote unquote you know traditionally as or authentically as they might have been made when they were originally made and as I go on, I find some of that is delicious. And some of them, there's definitely a reason why people have changed the recipes throughout time. And uh, some of them are just, you know, a little bit of tweak here and there, a little bit of some additional flavors. And then also, I guess, as I get bored with drinking the same drinks over and over again, it's nice to go someplace where they add a little bit of their own twist to it. And, uh, you know, and kind of, oh, I haven't had that like this before. I haven't had that like this before. Um, sure. Especially sure. different flavor profiles, you know. I'm I'm kind of a nerd for that stuff. Being like into cigars and coffees and spirits, I love mixing different flavor profiles. So, it's uh, I'm just now getting to that point. Yeah, uh, you know, it the uh, going out and experiencing drinks. Uh, there's certainly, I guess, the the, the main key word is craft. Uh, perhaps that's an overused word, but. Uh, craft cocktails and you know I look at that and and, and really think about uh, I've been to a lot of bars you have a drink that's by the familiar name it's made with um, you know whatever price point they're trying to hit and and it's it's an okay drink and then more and more you have these craft cocktail uh, bars that are coming up and they, they take the time and the ingredients the syrups the uh, yeah. infusions um, higher end um, spirits and liqueurs that that really elevate that that cocktail to the next level and and, and with their genius 
they create something that is just amazing. And um, I'm always at awe at some of the drinks that I, that I have. And, yeah. Know, and and the, like it goes against everything we're taught when we're like trying to, you know, mix cocktails all oh, like, you know, this, you have this bourbon, this is a sipping bourbon. You don't mix this with Jack and Coke or whatever, or, or this is a, this, this is a better, you know, this rum is, is, is too good to put in a, a you know, a, a daiquiri or something like that. But it's kind of goes the opposite way when you're talking about rum and tiki drinks, you almost you, like, you almost don't hit that next level of what it's like the, the, what the cocktail could be unless you step up your ingredients a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, totally. it really, really totally. does make a difference. Yeah. Uh, and you know, juice, yeah, don't forget about the fresh juices. Uh, anybody who listens to the podcast knows that I am, uh, I, I cannot stand pre-bottled mixes and juices. Like it does, it only takes a minute to go buy some lemons and limes and oranges and make your own juices, uh, make your own syrup. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree. It, it, it is, it is worth the time. It is worth um, having them around. Um, uh, all the way to pineapple. I, I, I use a, a ton of pineapple and it's always fresh pineapple juice that I'm using. And uh, we eat a lot of pineapple. Um, I do a lot of things with the pineapple mm -hmm. because I have it around. So uh, our children um, have a lot of pineapple topped something all sure. the time, you know, and, and um, um, it's, it's probably a little easier when it's uh, nice and warm outside and we're doing a lot more grilling, always grilling up some pineapple and stuff, but uh, using those fresh juices, absolutely. I mean, even if we're just talking about your lemon and your limes and um, um, grapefruit, I guess is probably fairly common out there. Yeah. Beyond Very that, good. you may have to go to um, some of the uh, specialty stores to get, to get those, but other other items but uh, they're there and, and it's uh boy it is a, it is worth it to it's do funny it. i i um growing up in florida and then moving to tennessee it's not that big of a difference food wise we can still pretty much get a lot of stuff but the idea of things of like citrus being out of season really was something i had to get used to uh you know in you know where i'm from you can get fruit all sure, year round sure. so um and like the weird stuff, you know, from the Caribbean, like and, and Mexico, like the passion fruit and the dragon fruit and all that stuff. So it's kind of funny. We have to, like, like you said, we have to go to like the uh, the Latin market or the Asian shop to get some of the stuff around here. Yeah, and it, I mean, for some, and and it is for me that 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 can be really fun to go mm -hmm. venture out and hey, do you have any of this? And and find that that market that'll. Uh, be able to provide that for you, or at least you could give a call to and say, "Hey, do you have any of this?" And uh, I want to want to play around with something, and um, so that hunt to get those ingredients and and take the time. I mean, that's I guess the spirit of of crafting a good cocktail is is that effort. It is effort. And in um, this world of um, immediate gratification, with everything now, uh, Amazon can get you things by that night sometimes uh it is uh kind of what we talked about a little bit last time kind of leads right into this we'll dovetail into this next topic but being able to get stuff that you can't get everywhere or traveling somewhere and getting something that they only have there whether it's a brewery or, or a distillery or something like that and 
you can get enough like here in Tennessee, I can get enough stuff to where I can make a cocktail, but it's uh, it might be different than the brands you have out there. Um, you know, you go to even here in town, various shops have different stuff or don't carry stuff. I have to, I have to go here to get this ingredient, go go there to get that ingredient, and we were talking about that last time, and you had this uh, you offered very generously this great idea to actually send me some stuff that I couldn't get here so that we can drink the same thing tonight and kind of do some tastings. And uh, I'm very excited to get into these because um, it's a, uh, that was a really cool idea you had. I never would have thought of that. So um, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to send, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to give this over to you for a minute. Do you have uh, any, any, you want to talk about some of the stuff we got here or maybe go in any particular order or uh, what should we do here? No, uh not any particular order. I, you know, the, the items that I picked were, um, were maybe one of which, uh, one or two of which is, is, um, more common than others. Um, and that's the, the, the point that I was, I wanted to get around to a little bit earlier, uh, was, was availability, I guess, is, is kind of what we're talking about. You're saying that you don't have these in your area and, and honestly, I, I don't either. Um, and and it, it takes a little bit of uh, time to figure out how, how can I go out and find um, those, those spirits, in this case, rums uh, that are not available in my area. Um, a lot of times the, the, the rum that you end up using, I mean, you're, you're, you're making drinks at home and, um, and you go to your local stores, you have your favorites and, and they have a certain selection and that's what you, you choose from. Mm -hmm. You might be able to, to get some, um, more, um, more higher end type rums here and there. But, uh, for the most part in so many areas of the country, you, you don't get that opportunity. Um, more and more I'm seeing all, uh, more mail order type stuff. Um, uh, even apps uh, out there and the app, different app stores that you can order directly from a liquor store that's mm -hmm. in California or in Florida um, that, that it does have access to um, more inventory or um, distributors that are there uh, in some cases allowed to distribute in that area. Um, and, but at that point from a mail order standpoint or online ordering, you have to deal with all the rules of selling, you know, liquor laws selling into your particular state. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, uh, that you have to be careful about that and understand, you know, what, what you can and cannot do. And, and perhaps you have to find other ways. Um, so traveling is one, uh, every time we, we go out, we do traveling, um, over the years and, and those, those stores have been, um, you know, the, the points of interest where they seem a little strange when you're going on a, a weekend holiday, but uh, when, when you have that kind of need, Hey, what is, what does this neighboring state have that, that I can't get my hands on? And um, that may be more common than, than I think it is, but it, it certainly with, with my circle of um, friends, you know, we know that's what we have to do. Um, and it, you know, so it, it, that's fun. That's exciting. They go hunt. It is. It is. It's very throwback to um, 
you know, we're so spoiled being able to get stuff that having to like remembering the days of, you know, not being able to take this across state lines or something like that, you know, like it's a, and we still, we kind of forget about that because we have everything all the time with in this, in these days, but it is kind of fun. It, it's kind of fun. Like when I was a kid, I was a, I was a comic book nerd and it was always fun to go to the different shops and try to, in the conventions and try to find the, those, those issues or those comics that you were hunting for. And then I remember going back, looking back at it in my twenties and being it when this is when eBay first came out. And I was, I remember being able to go on eBay and find these comics that I was kind of missing. And, uh, it was satisfactory at first, but you have to admit it takes some of the fun out of going to these places and searching and doing all that, you know, uh, and now I kind of get that again as an adult looking for these, these craft cocktail or these, these spirits or the different cigars and whatnot. And, um, and then, of course, I'm also not uh, I'm not going to pretend like I don't do what I have to do sometimes. go on If I can't find it and I have to go online, I just have to go online and get it. But I always try to see if I can find it first. Yeah. Um, you know, and spending time with uh, – I've had plenty of conversations recently with, with a buddy and um, really thinking about, um, you know, what – working with your favorite liquor store and talking to them, you know, mm -hmm. maybe it's someone that can really help you out and saying, this is what I, this is the bottle I would like to, to order. Can you get it? And in some cases they can. Um, yeah. Certainly doesn't hurt to ask. And, and um, I, I think, you know, when we really get into the topic of rum um, and, and, and this is, is really almost a whole other conversation, but it's, it's, more and more important to me uh, and, and, and my journey, that I'll call it, uh, of, of, uh, of rum, in that uh, the education of um, not only myself, but friends and family uh, of what, what rum is out there and what rum really should be. Uh, I would venture to say that most people think that, uh, um, you know, there, there's a couple of names out there of when you think of rum, people can name off. And if you go to the liquor store shelf, it's going to be a couple of brands. They're going to be 60% of your shelf and that's it. And, um, uh, and, and that's what they, they really believe rum is uh, good or bad. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it's, it's uh, there is such a vast um uh, inventory out there that is uh, unknown to me even. I mean, I, I see new rums every day that from an independent bottler or, um, you know, even, even a, a brand um, in the United States, a distillery, a new distillery that's opened up and, and is working on something new and exciting, unique. Um, I love to be able to try those out, get my hands on it whenever I can. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, the rums that are coming from the Caribbean that are independent bottlers are using, they're outstanding. And uh, it's, it's, um, that's what we're really looking for is, is these rums that are untouched, uh, you know, um, no, no added sugars, no added anything, just the rum as they made it. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, so a couple of these, that's kind of where they come from. Uh, not all of them, I don't think, but uh, maybe we could just hit on two or three of them or something. But um, Well, 
Yeah. Is, there, I, is there anything let's, that... Uh, let's, let's start with the uh, Probotas. Okay, um, okay. So this, uh, for me, now, you, you spoke of daiquiris earlier. That is certainly a, a, a favorite uh, cocktail in this house. Um, I've joked before that my favorites list is enormous, but uh, this is probably, uh, you know, a daiquiri is higher on the list. And um, Oh, it smells delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let me see, I got good. here. So Probitas, this is a by Hampton and Foursquare? Yeah, it's a blend. Uh, it's a blend of their rums. Um, and Which already uh, I, right off the bat, already if you know rums, you already you already know Hampton and Foursquare. You, I knew Foursquare, and then you told me about Hampton last time we talked. And anybody who's into yeah. rum knows about Foursquare. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a, um, a a distillery that that has um, a lot of history, and um, just put out great product. And, and this, this one, um, this was new to me somewhat, uh, recently. And, um, I bought my first bottle out of state and, um, and luckily, luckily enough, uh, out of the blue, our, our, our favorite liquor store here, uh, began to carry it. So I have purchased many bottles of it and, it's uh it's 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 special it really is for uh it's it, it makes my favorite daiquiri honestly it's uh man it's got it's good on the nose it's got it's sweet um it smells it smells full yeah yeah there's there's very rich flavorful it is 47 percent percent uh, alcohol oh wow really good it um it's got a maybe because it's white and maybe because it's my first tip of the night but it does have um leans a little bit more towards that like spanish style of rum almost like a like a really well aged like um cuban three-year mm-hmm Mm. Oh, that was good. It is a uh, uh, actually very reasonably priced bottle. I think most locations you're going to find this around the thirty dollar mark. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I believe locally here it was thirty four. Okay. I think the first bottle I purchased out of state was. Uh, a little cheaper than that. I mean, you're going to have your, your differences in taxes and stuff like that, but um, for a $30 bottle, it, it just, um, you know, I'll be a little nicer. Just, just kick some, kick some booty. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and it is, it is, it's so good. It's got some, some herbiness in there. Obviously not quite like an agricole, but it's got some, um, a little bit of floralness to it, herbiness. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that uh, 
I love doing is comparing things back to back. Now, this is only my, my first sip of alcohol for the night. I wanted to make sure I didn't burn my palate out. So, but yeah, right off, right off the bat, that's a, that's a delicious rum. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, certainly could be a sipper. Uh, absolutely. It, uh, and I, I have, I will pour a little bit, uh, occasionally and, and um, perhaps lately more than I've made daiquiris with it. Just if I want to, you know, just a, a not so, not so oaky uh, aged rum or anything like that. Just want something that's super flavorful. Yeah. Uh, or that'll be the pick. Um, it's definitely, nice. you, you can, you can taste the, the higher quality, even in the sense that, I almost can't put my finger on it, but uh, there's a if you were to take something like a like a Bacardi or even like a even like a Havana Club or something, which all have their place, but and then you sip that, which I enjoy a white rum on the rocks, but and then you move you move to something like this, and there's just something in there that you can tell it's a little bit higher quality. It's a like just something about yeah. the flavor of it. Yeah, and it 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 spoils you. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, when you start you start drinking something like this, and um, you know, I I I wouldn't say that I would um, in most cases drink most white uh, rums neat um, at all. Um, certainly have tasted them and, and, and get a feel for them stuff like that. But I, I don't, uh, there's only, there are two others that I could name, but um, this, this would be the top of the three. And um, I probably, even though I, I might drink those other ones, I don't, um, this one I do. See, I, um, I actually, I guess I'm the weirdo in this because I, I actually don't mind, um, maybe not necessarily neat, but, couple of ice cubes on a, on a hot day out back with a clear rum. Um, yeah. But it's gotta be, it's gotta be something a little bit, you know, upper shelf uh, or, or maybe something local. And there's a, there's a really good white rum out of uh, Fernandina beach, Florida that I go get every time I'm down there um, from Marlin and Marlin and barrel. And that I can drink on, on the rocks just outside. But uh, yeah, I actually don't mind a white spirit on the rocks. Yeah. All right. So, what should we no, go to? You know, and, and go ahead. And, and don't don't say you're 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 weird in any way. I mean, cocktails, spirits, drink what you like. You like it, it's good. You know, and um, you know everybody should understand that that it's um, everything that that is made and 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 we do. It's what we like, and um, don't don't uh, don't allow someone else to to necessarily say that you should be drinking this or whatever. If you like it, you like it mm -hmm. and go for it. So uh, that's not to say that your palate, your palate doesn't, you know, change over time and definitely. You, you, you yourself begin to prefer something else. Um, the more availability that you have to certain things uh, certainly opens your eyes and, and you, you tend not to, to go backwards unless you had that, that, that standby favorite that's always going to be there. Yeah, and I do have those. And sometimes 
I find myself doing this with uh, with cigars as well and, and rum. I will, every once in a while, maybe call it a palate cleanse, call it nostalgia. I will go back um, to some stuff I used to drink or used to smoke and uh, to see, to remind myself of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like sure. I almost need it as a palate cleanser. So I don't, so like, I don't want, I almost don't want the extremely good stuff to become the norm because then I'm, I'm just too used to that. And where do you go from there? So uh, <laughs> I don't mind, yeah. I don't mind getting a, going and getting a bottle of a, uh, of Bacardi once in a while. And uh, in fact, around the holidays, me and my wife and I really like the spiced rum. So We'll, uh, we have been known to do a couple of Captain and Cokes around the holidays just to kind of, yeah, sure. just to kind of, you know, remind you how far my palate has come, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if that's what you like, and, and uh, I mean, there are definitely times that I'll drink um, spiced rums. Um, it, it tends to be more around the holidays that I'm, I'm like really grabbing for it. I love spiced yeah. rum and a, and a eggnog and, um, you know, that, that can be. Uh, very very delicious yeah i mean um, don't get me wrong I, I can be a snob about it too i have a couple of bottles of cologne i got a couple of bottles of clement over there and uh and a, a bottle of cuban rum that i got uh i'm still holding on to and uh those are those are the uh the once in a while sippers that i cherish yeah so what um, should we uh i got a couple that are sticking out to me here but do you want to pick the next one and no go for it what, what do you well, I want to make sure I taste some of these ones that you bragged about last time before I before we drink too many and I blow my palate out. Um, so I've uh, I'm interested, of course, in the, the Hampton Estate Jamaican and this Queen Share Privateer. All right, let's let's go with the, uh, the Queen Share. All right. Um, so you until we talked, you have not heard of Privateer, was that correct? I had not. No. Okay, so. Um, they are, uh, up in Ipswich, Massachusetts. And, uh, you know, I, you had probably mentioned, um, I think this earlier about, um, you know, the changes in the, over the past year and, and, and more and more, um, you know, activities online. There's a lot more, um, zoom type calls uh, mm-hmm. on Instagram and things like that. So there's, there's, there was so much more information flowing and um, I had heard of privateer. It's certainly not available in my area. Um, but I had heard of privateer, um, but never had an opportunity to, to taste it or get it. And um, finally, um, found a source uh, online and um, uh, picked up uh, definitely this was one of the first bottles I picked up um, I'm not sure I think I've, I've ordered two or three times um, and uh, it's it's a uh, queen share the queen share and uh, the I think they have four kind of, um, I don't necessarily know what to call it, uh, kind of standard uh, bottlings um, that they put out. And then if, if I'm not mistaken, and um, 
uh, and then the rest is um, uh, selections of, of uh, single cast um, picks from either um, one of the uh, folks there at Privateer. In some cases, it's you know very much like bourbon when when someone goes in and um, picks for their for their local store will pick a pick a cask for a bottling and, and that bottle is sold at their location. Um, so they, they have, they've put out some amazing rums and um, I just can't speak highly enough. I mean, <laughs> That's I just, what got me excited about it was away. because last, uh, when we first talked, you were so excited about this one. I was very glad to see that you included this, in tonight's mm -hmm. tastings, um, right off the bat, nice kind of light amber color. Smells, um, I mean, you could definitely, I mean, I love this parrot, like comparison of things back to back to back. And right off the bat, going from that, from the Probitas to the, the Queen Share, we have definitely a, a kind of maltier, caramelly, almost like a dried fruit, like fig. Yeah, I do. I do get fruits in this one too. A lot of stone fruit and such a beautiful color too. So this is, um, that's super flavorful, isn't it? Yes, this is, um, wow. And there's a lot of flavor in these amber rums, man. You, uh, yeah. These... I don't, should have done a little bit more, had a few more notes in front of me. I don't recall how long this was aged or tends to be aged. This has got a very small batch flavor to it. Uh, it's got a um, that kind of craft small batch flavor to it. Yeah, yeah. I think in general, I mean, um, I don't have you know an enormous knowledge base of privateer, but um, at all. But but I, you know everything that they are doing, it is a smaller distillery um, uh, that just absolutely packs a punch, and they. They care about every single little detail that goes into it. Um, and uh, in fact, um, I was listening to um, you on your on one of your Instagram accounts. You put out a, a video, a little short video, talking about other podcasters today. Oh yeah, uh, threw out some shout outs in, in the in the cigar world, mm -hmm. and uh, and that that's. Uh, I, I encourage you, if you never have, um, and, and everybody, Privateer themselves has their own podcast. Uh, oh, cool. it's done by it's done by Maggie Campbell, who is the um, head distiller and, and president of Privateer, and she has um, never met her. Uh, certainly would like to one day, uh, but it's just a um, all I've ever heard, seen and understand about her as just a super genuine, wonderful person. And everything that she talks about, you can hear the passion, you can hear um, uh, really even talking about the team there and just how much passion and, and that they have about what they're doing, everything, every little detail. And it, it, it really comes through in every single set. Of every, every bottle I have, I think I have uh, 11 bottles, the privateer, different bottles, and they are all special. You know, it's, 
it's got a even on the nose it's got a really rich scent and flavor really hits that like um that kind of olfactory glands in the back there your sinuses there like where you almost like where you would get like um when you eat something really rich like a rich piece of chocolate cake or like something and it hits you right there in the back of the head it's got that yeah. really kind of rich note right. to it yeah that might be my favorite profile for um for sipping rum right there in the middle amber a nice rich flavor but not maybe not so dark as a as a you know like a jamaican or something like that but right there in the middle of an amber rum that's got to be one of my favorite profiles it really just pairs well with everything honestly uh, you know at some point i, I certainly will I, I need to send you a few other uh samples of what they do and and um I mean, you know, sharing the word um, about privateer, um, you know, for for a, a really the best best example of a of a uh, a U.S. rum could be. I mean, uh, if if there's anybody out there that wants to start up, uh, really consider what they're doing there and 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 the practices. This is a. This is the company you were telling me about, the distillery that's up north, right? The yeah, it's in Ipswich. Okay. Yeah, and uh, someday I'll I'll uh, I'll go visit there. I'm not sure that they. Uh, I think you can do uh, pick up some bottles there. You know, maybe do a uh, a pickup outside pickup. But uh, one day when all this settles down, I, that's definitely on my bucket list. Take a trip up there and do a do a yeah, tour. Yeah, you know we're. Uh, my wife and I were supposed to go to, to the islands Martinique. last year, Martinique, yeah. and, and uh, that's one of the last rum destinations I really want to get to. I've kind of always wanted to go there anyway, and uh, we still got that on the horizon whenever we can travel again. We're all, we're just waiting for everything to open up, but in the meantime, it's really kind of made me realize how much stuff I have around here that I haven't visited. You know, we have, you know, we, we've been to a lot of the local breweries, but we, over, we kind of overlook distilleries. And we're also, we're being here in Tennessee, we're only a drive away from uh, Bourbon Row up in Kentucky and all that stuff. And so, but we've got, yeah. we've got Corsair and we got a lot of great distilleries here. Um, so I'm going to start getting out there into more of that stuff while I'm in town too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, you mentioned, you know, how close you are, a, a, a bit of a missed opportunity here to, to really send you a sample of some rolling fork. Um, <laughs> They're an independent bottler uh, in Kentucky, and are are really um, really doing some good work towards, um, in my opinion, towards the rum category. In that they they are focused on trying to convert the the whiskey and bourbon drinker to 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 experience what rum can be. Yeah. And uh, so they've done some things to, um, uh, you know, next time I'll send you some samples of that. We've talked about that. It's, it's, uh, it's really, really a nice offering that they have several, several bottles. Uh, I don't know how many actually, but uh, I'm aware of uh, four or five that I can, I can uh, get my hands on. And it's, it's, um, uh, it's super, super good. And I, I they're, they're, they're working hard to, to elevate the category. And, and that's really what I appreciate in, in, in brands yeah. is um, working hard to make it. It's, it's, a, it's a pure, legitimate rum, it's not added to in any way. 
Um, it's the craft of, of the spirit, what you, what you, the work you've put into it. Um, I don't know anything about distilling. Um, that is uh, probably, uh, if there is a bucket list, that's one of the things I'd love to, to not just take a tour, but, you know, shadow for a day uh, yeah. and, and, and see what it truly takes to, uh, to make such a, a, a good offering and, and uh, um, all the work that goes into it. I, I'm, I'm, I imagine that it is um, well, such it's a, such one a pleasure of those, um, to do something like that, create any something. Any kind of agricultural, um, you know, thing that ends up being Epicurean, whether it's like coffee or tobacco or spirits, it's, 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 I love the, the idea of like following it all the way back to the seed, you know, like going, going all the way back to the sugar cane, the soil that it grows in. Like there are people out there along the way that specialize just in making sure that this sugar cane, this sugar cane is grown right. And then the people that are in, are in charge of harvesting it and, and getting it down to molasses. And then those who distill it and there's every, all along these way, these people are masters in their particular part of the process. And it's uh, to watch it go from a piece of sugarcane to a, you know, a, a bottled rum that I can get in Nashville, Tennessee, is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's amazing to think about it for sure. So I'm assuming uh, here, the did you finish uh, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm pouring. Yeah. I'm pouring little. I'm pouring little sips. I don't want to. I want to get. <laughs> I'm unfortunately not. <laughs> Well, you know, I messed up on the first one. I poured myself a, a regular pour on the first one, and then I realized, oh wow, I gotta not do this the rest of the, yeah. rest of the time. But yeah, um, finish it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm seeing the. What's uh, the next there? Well, I'm, I know the Jamaican and the Agricola are pretty flavorful, and I know the Overproof is pretty flavorful. Should we jump to some of these? I've never heard of uh, Ancho Reyes. What's that all about? Yeah, it's uh, I threw that in just because it's it's um, um, it, you know if you can mix with that and do some creative things. I, I don't have the, the bottle in front of me, but it's it's um, it's, a, it's such a great flavor. Um, I've tried it in some cocktails, um, and I encourage you to 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 mix with it a little bit and see uh, see what you can come up with and share with your your following it's definitely got some some wonderful spice to it yeah i was gonna say right off the bat it's definitely spicier almost like a peppery cayenne kind of yeah yeah Ooh. Mm. <laughs> yeah very unique sweet um but spicy yeah um interesting it will it will definitely uh you find what you like in a, in a, in a putting that into a cocktail and you're going to enjoy it for sure. It's um, quite the special liqueur. That is very interesting. I'm already going and running through my head about different uh, things that might go with that flavor. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. And it doesn't take much. It's one of those that, uh, you know, you really can um, put some in and it'll go a long way and get, give a nice complimentary um, flavor to a to a great crafted cocktail. All right, the next thing I picked up here goes because it looks because it looks kind of light in color is the scarlet ibis. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about this guy. 
It is, uh, let's see, uh, I pulled the bottle here, 49%. Um, I believe that they are, I'm trying to think of, uh, it is a rum from Trinidad, but there are, um, it's imported in from uh, Haas, um, trying to think of their name. It is one that's been, I, I can get this, this one locally. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen it on the shelf in your area? I No, I've never even heard of it. Okay. Um, I was hoping you were going to say yes, and you just hadn't picked it up yet. Um, well, I, it, I, uh, I just because I, I, I'm hoping that it's more uh, more available. I, I mean, it's a the dis distributor is a, a brand that distributes um, uh, a ton of different uh, brands that you would recognize in okay. the country, and um, and it's it's. Um, this being one of them, it, it is one that was local, uh, like I said, and um, I've had some bottles before, um, and it's it's just it's just amazing. Um, <laughs> well, it's got a very okay. kind of it's kind of it's pale a good price. It's, yeah, uh, I mean, and it may be on the shelf. I just can't say that I've ever looked for it because I didn't know to look for it. But it's very um. Yeah, the label is, and 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 I say this in kind of two part. Uh, I, I was told um, that they, they might be uh, changing the label on it. I don't know if okay. that's to maybe give it a bit of an upgrade or whatever. Um, it, it is in some way, um, let me look at something real quick here. Yeah, so I thought uh, it, it says on the bottle, um, the rum was originally commissioned by the New York Bar Death and Company. Um, and you know, as a, as a Trinidad rum, um, I want to say that it's, a that that's actually a blend of maybe something else too. Uh, my memory is failing me right now. Uh, cause I know I've looked it up and done a little research on it, but. Well, I really like it, the, it's got a very pale kind of golden color too. It's very bright on the nose and, uh, Kind of reminiscent of a Spanish style, like a Puerto Rican or a Cuban. Yeah. Um, at 49% alcohol, I, I, I remember the first time trying it, I, I really thought I was going to feel a little bit more of the, um, you know, the burn. Uh, anything really for me over 47, maybe 45, 47%, I, I tend to, to, to start assuming that I'm going to feel some sort of burn to it, you know, not a bad thing, but just that. And I don't with this at all at 49%. Um, that, yeah. And it's very surprising to me that it's, it's, yeah, I guess people use the word smooth, um, another word overused and, um, but, but it's, it's um, quite nice. And I think you could, you could use this in a lot of different cocktails. Uh, let me take another sip here. Yeah, I'm already thinking of something that's very smooth but light in that color like that. It kind of anything that calls for a gold, a gold rum like a. Um, I hate to waste it in a zombie because that's so many other flavors in there. But anything like that that calls for a gold rum mixed with something else, I feel like a lot of lighter golden rums don't really hold up to their Jamaican counterparts when you're making drinks. But this definitely feels like it's something that will hold up and mix nicely with a with a darker Jamaican or even a Barbados. 
Yeah. I would be careful, careful not to, you know, put too many other flavors in it that would cover it up. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's there. It's definitely got a great flavor, but it's, uh, it is definitely a lighter run in terms of its flavor uh, profile to me. Uh, I like it though. It, it kicks up. It's that next level right after the light rum, like going from like the, the probitas and then going to that. It's like, all right, they're kind of in the same profile, but the, the gold, the, the, uh, uh, the Scarlet Ibis kind of takes it up just a notch. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is aged um, a blend of three to five year old rums you know and that's that's the, the younger age of those i mean that's almost feel like there would be a little bit more flavor there um than there is a little bit more full flavor but um certainly not saying it's bad it's it's delicious but um you know putting that in um definitely start with a uh, nice daiquiri with that I, uh, yeah uh, i can definitely see that certainly a, a good one for it um, I've used it in some some cocktails. Um, I've not put it in a hard hitting, you know, uh, uh, citrus loaded, fruit loaded um, cocktail yet. It's always been, you know, two ounces of that and and you know some other, you know, kind of lighter weight liqueurs in it. Kind of showcase that rum. Uh, it's 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 always an enjoyable cocktail for sure. Yeah, I can definitely uh, see I definitely that. Recommend it to some friends. I can definitely see that accented with a little bit of a little bit of lime juice and a and a daiquiri, just yeah. to maybe some. Don't want to overpower it with sugar syrup. Maybe just like some cane sugar mixed in the shaker with it. My wife yeah. and I actually like prefer that we make daiquiris. We don't really use the sugar syrup. We just use a little bit of cane sugar in the bottom of the shaker, mix it up with the lime juice like first. A granules. Yeah. Granules. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, that is going to be the end of part one for this interview with Rum Tiki Home Bar. I am already in the process of editing the second half, and that will be out soon. Also, the next episode of the actual Pod Tiki Show will be dropping. The, the part two of that interview will probably come first. Um, as I am embarking on the new, the new drink for next month, I already have it picked out, and... Uh, it's going to be one that's going to take me a lot of a lot of uh, quote unquote researching because there's a lot of different variations and stuff to it. So keep your uh, keep your eyes peeled for those things. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to Saturday Morning Musings on Instagram, who was the winner of the first Reka Copper Tiki or Reka mug that I have to give away. Uh, got another one to give away soon. Keep an eye out on Instagram for the next contest. Um sent out the first one a couple of days ago although by the time you hear this it will be probably a week ago she should have it already so um anyway thanks again for listening hope you enjoy that and keep an eye out for episode or i'm sorry the next the next part to this interview where uh as far as i know from editing it so far things uh oh i got my work cut out for me on editing because we got by the time we got to that fifth and sixth rum sampling things were uh Things were getting nice and toasty around here in the wintertime in Tennessee. So thank you guys for listening again. Keep it tiki out there, and I'll see you next time.